You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, hey, I hope you had a great Easter weekend, and I am just so thankful for the privilege of uh, worshiping with so many this past weekend and the many ways we saw God move across all of our campuses, the many people who renewed their faith, who made decisions to say yes to Jesus and yes to baptism. Uh, there's a lot of people who are getting drenched in the days ahead, celebrating the bridge that Jesus built to them through the cross and the empty tomb, and it's just so, so great. You know, I was reminded over the weekend that Easter is really a three-day story. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, distress, darkness, deliverance, death, burial, resurrection. But the problem on Easter Sunday morning among Jesus' friends and followers was not that everyone knew he was risen yet. In fact, two of them were losing hope on Sunday. I mean, like their plan A had not gone like they had hoped and the events and circumstances of the previous 48 hours had devastated them. And so they go for a walk to a village called Emmaus, which is about seven miles from Jerusalem. And as they're talking and reflecting on the previous days, Jesus himself comes up and walks alongside them. But the Bible says they were kept from recognizing him. So they didn't know it's Jesus. I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's actually a condition called face blindness. People have this disorder they they can recognize like ordinary objects around them, but they can't recognize the faces of people that they've known all their lives, their their mom, their dad, their sons, daughters, spouses, friends. Well, these two friends of Jesus have a case of face blindness of some kind. They're standing face to face with the very one they're talking about, and they don't know it's Jesus. Luke 24, beginning in verse 17 says, he asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? And they stood still, their faces downcast. One of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? They're like, what planet are you from, dude? Did, did you just crawl out from under a rock? Wouldn't it have been awesome if Jesus had said, well, actually, I did just crawl out from under a rock. But instead, he asked them, what things? And they replied, about Jesus of Nazareth, the chief priest of our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. And here's what they say next, and I want you to feel these words, Luke 24, 21. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. What are they saying? Plan A didn't go like we hoped. We thought Jesus was going to set up a kingdom on earth and defeat the Roman oppressors and redeem our people. We put our hope in this one thing, but apparently it was the wrong thing. We put our hope in this Jesus, but now he's dead, flatlined, bought the farm, kicked the bucket. Now he's worm feed, six feet under, pushing up daisies. My guess is that you've made a similar statement more than once in your life, but we had hoped but we had hoped this was going to be the position, the career, the job I'd always dreamed of. But we had hoped we were going to be able to hold on to our house one more month, hold on to our business one more month, hold on to our car one more month. But, but we had hoped we could have another child or have a child. But we had hoped we had seen the last of the cancer in our family. But we'd hoped our marriage was going to be forever. 
Just like those disciples, life doesn't always go as we hope. Plan A doesn't always go like we dreamed. So this week, I want us to focus our thought each day around plan B. When life doesn't turn out like you hope, just like those two discouraged disciples didn't know that their hope was staring them face to face on that road, most of the time, our hope, God's plan B, is closer than we think. So join me back here tomorrow and let's rediscover the power of hope. God, I thank you. Thank you that through Easter and the resurrection, which is still so fresh in our memory from yesterday, that we know that when plan A does not go as we hope, you always have a plan B. You are a gracious God. You are a good God. And God, I pray that you would use this week, this day, the days ahead, to reinfuse hope, to help us to see the next plan so that we know how to move ahead. Walking with Jesus, we pray in his name and for his sake. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And as always, anytime you share this with others, it means so much. And I bet it'd mean a lot to them too. See you tomorrow.